Hey, and welcome to the 12 Stone Church Podcast. Thank you so much for taking time to be a part of today's message. We hope it inspires you, encourages you, and deepens your faith in Jesus. Enjoy the message. I love having a girl. A girl world is the only world that I know. And... When you only know one world, the other world is like, you're like, I don't understand. It like gets, it's wild. Like she plays with her friends. It's quiet. It's fun. My buddy wanted me to watch his son. He watched my daughter one time, which I learned is not a fair trait. <laughs> I should get eight watches to his one watch. <laughs> I handed over a princess. He just throws a bobcat in my house. I lose him immediately. He's like under the deck, chewing on wires. I had to wrestle him down. I was like, why don't you walk him on a leash before you bring him over next time? Oh, I love, I love Nate's sense of humor. Listen, dads, we go through a lot to be dads, but we get our one day, and this is our one day, dads, and we should give it up. And hang on, hang on, before you give it up everywhere, in person, 12 Stone Home, online, I don't care where you are, dads don't like to stand up, so dads, you stay seated. Everyone else, go out of your minds and stand up and give our dads a standing ovation. Come on now, wherever your dad is. Woo! Thank you, dads. Thank you, dads. Thank you, dads. Have a seat. Thank you. Thank you. And while I'm on some thank yous, let me just do one more. One, one side thank you uh, to the spiritual fathers and mothers of, of 12 Stone Church. Those of you who uh, over the last couple decades or so have, have built what God has allowed us to do together. Yes, God's grace and God's anointing and God's covering, but you have served so well, and, and you know that, that we're in this really beautiful, uh, supernatural setup of a succession, and we're all coming on an August 6th, and, and I'm going to step from being senior pastor to founding pastor. I'm, I'm not retiring. I'm repositioning, but Jason Berry's going to be the man, and God's doing this succession for the sake of the next generation, and and that evening, Marsha and I just want to say thank you to those of you who are 55 plus, if you will, empty nesters, the group that helped build this. So get your phones out, all of you who are 55 plus, just get your phones out, whether you've been here for 30 years or 13 years or three years or three months, and you just, if you want to come, just text 55 plus to 37748. We, we just want to spend that night at a 55 plus party we want to say thank you. We want to hang out in fellowship with the people we love, and, and we want to have some food. We're going to have fun. We're going to do some throwback, and we're going to talk about the future and how it's going to be great. So all the thank yous are done. Let's get into the teaching. Let, let, let's talk, church. This is going to be for everyone, but, but I'm going to lean a little bit into dads, obviously. And I did a little research for you. This is how dedicated I am. Did a lot of work. You're welcome. What is the most popular food in America? Tell your neighbor, what's the most popular food in America? I did the research. Tell your neighbor, what do you think it is? What do you think it is? You ready? Here it is. 
Hamburgers. Put it right on the hamburgers. That's it. Most probably, you're welcome. No, it was not pizza. I know where some of you were going. Because I thought, man, it could be pizza. We, we, we used this burger picture last week because we said, hey, we're going to get into the meat of the end times, the meat of revelation, the meat of tribulation. We're not going to do the condiments. Remember, I put a little condiments picture up there. I said, now we're not doing the condiments. We're not getting into the sidebar stuff. We're going to stay to the meat of it, meaning, meaning we're going to let the main thing be the main thing. But today, today, we're going to do the a little bit, of, if you will, the meat and the condiments. We're, we're going to do heaven, the whole thing, because the condiments do sort of matter, let's just be honest. So we're going to do the whole burger heaven today, if you need an analogy for the picture. Let's get into the conversation. Where is our world headed? In other words, the present times, the end times, and the book of Revelation. And we're on week three of three. And here's a thought that, that we've kind of set in our soul. You have to know the end times so that you can live in the present times. You, you got to know what's coming ahead. You got to know where you're headed so you know how to live now. Listen, students, college, singles, married, men, women, moms, dads, and especially dads for the sake of your kids. They need to know where they're headed. See, Jesus put a whole lot of emphasis on where we're all headed. The end. Not just the end times, but your eternal destination. Why did he spend so much time Talking about heaven. Here, here's why. You need to know your destination so you know how to drive your life. This isn't that complicated. It, it does matter. It's not, it's not that complicated. How, how many of you use either Google Maps or Waze? It's owned by Google anyway. How many of you use your phone all the time to get somewhere? Go ahead. Hands back up. Hands down. Just look. It, it's all of us. And what is, it, what is the first thing it requires of you before it will give you directions? Destination. Yeah, destination. Where are you going? See, listen, you can't. If you don't have destination, you don't get any directions. Think about it, dads. We, we got to help our kids know where they're headed. I, I wrote it like this. And so I want dads, I want you just, I want to be right blunt, down the, down the center, fastball. Dads, our calling our God-given role is to give our kids a clear destination, a clear what, everybody? Do it again. A clear what? A clear destination in life. Heaven. So that they can have clear directions for life. They got to know where they're going so they know how to live to get where they're going. The desired destination is heaven. But listen, we don't. Isn't it interesting? How little we talk about heaven. We didn't talk about having much together. It's not like a topic, family topic, date conversation. You don't have that conversation with like, kids a lot. And when, and when we do, like, it's like we have the conversation only at a funeral. And then we talk about it weird like. Like a place nobody wants to go. You will fly around like little antiquated cherubim pop belly. Little wings, harps, floating on the clouds. Can't wait. And your robes, and you're going to sing all day bad music. 
Anything fun? Not going to be there. I mean, we, we talk about it like, well, who would want to go? We make it sound like you're going to have a vacation to Iceland. <laughs> Nobody wants to go. We don't talk about it like Hawaii. We, 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 listen, we have, we have unimagined what God has imagined for us. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. And we make that place sound boring, adventureless, like nobody wants to go. Is that what he imagined? It is not. And so today, today, let's reimagine. Again, I'm going to be really blunt. We're just going to reimagine what God imagines for us. Everybody read that loud, proud, proud, wherever you are, 12 stone home, online community, in person, everybody loud. So you just kind of blow the roof off. You ready? Here we go. Reimagine what God imagines for us. And dads, here again, I want to be really direct to dads. Dads, spend this summer, spend this summer helping your kids imagine the destination God imagines for them. Hey, just a side thought. Maybe we don't really lose our faith. Maybe we just lose clarity on where we're going. And if you don't know where you're going, you get aimless. Any road will do. We were created for a destination. A destination we lost and God invites us back into. And I want to give you a way to see it. I want to give you just three words to kind of guide us today. Preparation, anticipation, experience. Preparation, anticipation, experience. By, by that, I mean, Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. He, he, he's in preparation for us right now. But while we're here, we're in anticipation. Romans 8 says we, we wait with great anticipation, longing for what he has prepared for us. But listen, the challenge, part of the great challenge of heaven is that, is that it needs to be experienced. It can't merely be explained. See, let's put the burger back up on stage. See, burgers by design are supposed to be experience not explained. So take a minute and think about the best burger you ever had. Get it in your head. You ready? Get the best burger in your head. You got, you got, you remember what it tastes like? Taste it. Mmm. Mmm. Heaven. Now explain it to your neighbor right now. Explain, explain the experience. Go ahead. Explain wherever you are. Explain it to your experience. Explain your experience. Now, you know why you're failing? Because something that was designed to be experienced is really difficult to explain. And it begins with preparation. So come on over with me and let's have a little moment with Jeremy Epps. Now, Epps, that picture of the burger. Yeah. How you doing, brother? Hey, that good, picture brother. of the burger is from Texas. That's right. You're from Texas. It's the best place in the world, everybody. You make okay. great burgers. So, no, it's not heaven. Uh, okay, it's well. hot. But yeah. anyhow, that's <laughs> ir irrelevant. So everybody say, hey, Epps. What's up, you, everybody? you make great burgers, uh, and you do preparation. Yes. Tell us about preparation, because you're going to do some preparation even today for That's us. That's right. Okay, so here's how we're preparing our burgers for today. Okay, so it's, it's way more than just the meat. It actually starts with the bread. Okay, and so we have to have the right bread. And so what we did is we made a homemade bread. Okay, like this brioche, like milk dough kind of combination here. Made some bread over the last couple days. It takes about six, hour, six hours every time you do a batch. Had to put that together, let it rest, all the stuff. It's going to be fantastic. So okay. that's part of today. That's a part of today, yeah. So you're going to get all the stuff, okay? Not just prepping the meat, preparation for the whole deal, okay? Everybody say, mmm. 
Mm. Yeah. That's right. Okay, now let's go next. All right, who likes cheese on their burger? Everybody should like cheese on their burger. My dad doesn't like cheese on his burger. I don't get it. Okay, but we made some cheese. Jesus likes cheese. Exactly. I know. So you want to do it right. Now, I know there's lots of different kinds of cheeses out there. I think American cheese is just the best cheese that you got to put on a burger. Okay, it's creamy. It does all the right things. But you can't just buy cheese. You have to make your own cheese. You have okay? to make your own You have to make your own. If you're going to do it right. made their own cheese? My hand's not up. Are One you out there. I saw it. One yeah, oh, so you, you really make your do own cheese. make your own so cheese? We did, yeah. So we take like this cheddar and this Colby Jack and you melt it down. You put some sodium citrate in it, break the oils down, let it rest. And then you take a slicer and you make the right slice. It's going to be a fantastic. So done this before. This is not the first time we've done this. Okay. We've done this before. And I'm telling you, you're going to so love So you it. go yep. to prepare a burger? Yep. What so, else you got? All right, so here's the last thing is the meat, okay? Now, again, you can just buy a patty at the store. That's not bad, but we kind of wanted to go a different direction. We got some chuck roast, prime chuck roast from our friends at Wilkes over there in Flyer Branch. So Flyer Branch, what's going on, everybody out there? Got that grounded up. We made half-pound burgers today, mm. okay? Just like big half-pound burgers, two-part pepper to one-part salt, coarse pepper, coarse salt, super simple, and we're going to smoke them over some mesquite wood, okay? So we're going to smoke them for about 40 minutes or so, get them to the right temp. Then we're going to sear them on a plancha, on a Weber grill. It's going to be fantastic, man. You're not going to want to miss How it. How many want one of those? How many of y'all want one? Of See that now. right there? That's preparation. That's this right. is expectation. Go get it done. Good, All right. He's going to go get that done. So how many of you hope that you're picked to enjoy that burger? Of course you do. And some of you are deciding you went to the wrong campus today. You shouldn't be online today. You should not be in 12 Stone Home today. Some of you are thinking, oh, my goodness. He just explained it, but I want to experience it. We got some bring it right up front. <laughs> See, heaven, Jesus is going to prepare a place for us. That's what he's doing right now. We, we are living in anticipation. We're following directions because we know our destination. And he gives us clarity on destination. Let's just jump right back where we've been in the series. We're in this end times. And, and throughout scripture, and particularly revelation, it gives us an understanding. If you haven't seen us walk through this in the three weeks, get your camera out, snap a picture, have a... This, this, this is a timeline, not saying that every detail of scripture times it in a linear, but it's the best way for us to understand it. This is a timeline from eternity past. Jesus came from heaven to earth, God in human flesh voluntarily dies on the cross, rises from the dead, and covers our sin dead. Listen, you need to know Jesus. That's how you get your name in the Lamb's book of life. You become a son and a daughter of the living God, restored to him, all your sins forgiven. Yea, God, the great kindness and mercy of God. And when he went back to heaven, he sent the Holy Spirit and it launched the church. We are in the period, of, if you will, of the church. Now, some believe that a rapture precedes the tribulation where Jesus catches us up with him. But if the rapture is not for certain, at least the second coming of Jesus is. Either rapture and another event, second coming, or it's just the second coming, but he's coming back. And we talked about that, the meat, if you will, of his return. But there is this tribulation revelation describes for seven years, and it is all ugly and difficult and loss and for a period of time, there's a one world government and Satan rises up through his chosen, the beast that becomes part of this one world government, and the false prophet. And we get all of the, uh, all of the seals and the trumpets and the bulls and all of the ugly that goes with the destruction until Jesus comes back. And when he comes back, he won't come back as an infant. He comes back as the infinite 
There will be a war and he will prove who he is. And when he conquers, there'll be the millennial thousand year reign with Christ, with his, with his saints and sons and daughters, and then a final war of Gog and Magog. And we talked last week about the throne and then we'll come before the great white throne. And all those who do not have their name in the Lamb's book of life will go to the lake of fire. They basically said, God, leave me alone. And he will forever. He chose it. He didn't choose it for you. Or new heaven, new earth. New heaven, new earth. This new heaven and new earth is the destination. But how do you live when you're in the period of earth? The season of the church. How do we, if that's our destination down there, how do we live now? And this is for everyone, but I'm going to lean into dads. Jesus gave us the Lord's Prayer. And, and we're, I, I, I could spend so long, but we're just going to, I just want to give you a slice. See, the Lord's Prayer is a declaration of dependence on God. It demonstrates that we know who we are, where we came from, and where we're going. And with it is a clue to how we all live. And in particular, let me talk to dads. So let's look at the Lord's Prayer. It's the most famous of prayers. Jesus prayed and taught us how to pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. You can whisper this under your breath as your own prayer right now. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts, our sins, if you will, as we also have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation. In other words, deliver us from the evil one for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Let's leave that up for a moment and let me. Let me talk to dads. Three, four things that you need to know from this prayer. It's how you live. The first is that you're a son. You're a what, everybody? Son. Dads, you are designed to be his son. Our father in heaven. We have a father in heaven. We were made by him and for him. And hang on. And therefore, you're always a son on earth. Never live like you're equal to God or above God, you always live like a son, which means you're always in a place where you can go to God, so to speak, as a son, as a boy, while you have to live like a man everywhere else, which means you take your pressure to your heavenly father. Hang on so that you don't dump your pressure on your family or your marriage or your relationships. Ooh. That, that's the kindness of God. See, as his, as his sons, we go get wisdom from him. We go process leadership with him. We go navigate the weight of life. We get to be sons. Life isn't all on us. So we honor him and we trust him and we obey him like we hope our kids will us. Now, our kids eventually grow up and they become equals, if you will, in that sense. And then they become their own man or woman. But we are forever sons. Second thing you note in the prayer, provider. Give us this day our daily bread. God is our provider. Now, God created us to be providers. But God provides to us and through us. So the, the burden of providing, listen, dads, the burden of providing is not all on you. Oh, oh don't lighten it. You were made to be providers. Fully embrace it. You were made to work. You were made to provide for family and for your kids and for a culture and a society. You were designed to be providers. And if you shrink back from that, you lose who you're created to be. But don't take all that pressure on your own. 
See, if you provide and then all the providing pressure is on you in a world where you're not God and you can't control circumstances, this stuff will undo you. The pressure of providing will undo your soul. It will undo your sense of self. It oftentimes creates so much pressure. It undoes, listen, the very marriage and family that we said we were providing for. You don't have to do that. See, when you take all the pressure on you as a provider, when failure comes, it leads to despair. When success comes, if it's all on you, it leads to arrogance and conceit and self-reliance. You get all confused on who you are because you lose your place as a son. See, we're sons first, and then we are earthly fathers in the image of a heavenly father, and we are like him. We are providers I'm not saying I've always done that well. I, I, I haven't. I, mean, I know the pressure. I wanted to be fun dad all the time. <laughs> I did. I, 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 I'll look back and I'll think, man, I wish I were fun dad more. I learned how to hold the pressure and keep it in, but mostly what I need to do is keep practicing transferring that to my heavenly father. Because I'm not doing this on my own. I'm not providing on my own. God provides to me and through me to my family. God provides to me and through me for his church. I mean, yes, it's true for moms and dads, men and women, singles, suits, I get it. We all help provide to the kingdom of God. We all give. But men, fathers, dad created us to be providers for his church. So we help make the kingdom happen. When we honor God first fruits, or when we give like we will in the August 6th offering, when we, when we give to that, we, we give out of God entrusting to us. We had a conversation with, with legacy builders and Jason's talking in that conversation with them. And, and, and he says, man, I, I, God's going to provide through me and, 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 you know, the part I get to give. And I'm going to do that because my kids are still here growing up. Well, well one of our elders, Corey, says, I, I'm giving to that, that August 6th next generation offering because my kids grew up here and I'm going to give out of gratitude. Although he has one or two left out of, out of his six kids. And, and Marsh and I've talked about, well, we've already raised our four kids here, but we have five grandkids here. We're, we're giving for next generation. Generation. But, but all that we give, we didn't create this. God gives to and through us. By the way, a sidebar, because if it serves you, if it helps you, this has come up uh, several times from, from other men, dads, and of course beyond that. But could we, could we create an easier way to give currently in an offering like August 6th in such a way that, that, that it, it's easier to give stocks or crypto or the like, like more current to the culture. So we're going to do a little, you know, pilot test. We'll probably have it out about the third week of July. We'll explain it to you. If it matters to you, if it helps you give, it's just how do we currently give and have an easy path to be a part of what God is doing. But he gives to you and through you. We're created to be providers. So we are sons. We're providers and we're protectors. Deliver us from the evil one. God, by very nature, is a protector. And he transfers that to us. Dads, there is a thing in you designed to protect. Don't shrink back from that. No matter what this culture is telling you, you're designed to protect. One of my favorite stories, 
is we're at the lake with Marcia's family, and, and I, I, I hadn't water skied. I'm, I'm learning to water ski. I'm not doing very well. But anyhow, we're out on the lake. We're, we're, we're having fun, and you can imagine how joyous it was for, for Marcia's dad, who is six foot two and brawn, and I'm five foot eight and not brawn. And, and she introduces me to her dad, who has hands like a glo- like he put his hand on my shoulder when he met me, and his hand went from my elbow to, to the top of my shoulder. I'm like, that's, a, that's in- intimidating. And he owns an excavation company, and he's a, he's a man's man kind of man, and he, he doesn't say a lot, so what he says is a little, and it's like intimidating. And, and, that, and so we're out at the lake, and, and Marsha's younger brother, uh, Mike, a teenager at the time, something happened in the lake, and some other guy didn't like like it. And, and when we got up on the dock, this man got out of his boat and came on the dock and went after her brother and pushed him in the water. I'm like, whoa, this is going to go ugly. But Marcia's dad saw it and he took off and he got on the dock. And listen, this other, this other man thought it was a man boy moment. But when Marcia's dad showed up, it was a man to man moment. And you should have seen that man all of a sudden. He's like, hey, what's going on here? And it was just helpful to have another man face another man and create a moment of protection. The guy said, hey, hey, I'm just, I, I, he backed down. He apologized. It all went easy. Why? Because it wasn't just man, boy. It was man, man. Hang on. A father protector showed up. Listen, Satan might be more powerful than you, but our father's more powerful than Satan. So don't worry about it. He shows up. He delivers us. See, what he wants us to know is we We were designed to be protectors in his image. Last thing for yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. His is the kingdom forever. See, the desired destination, the divine destination is heaven. We were created to live forever. And whatever you think about forever that you read in Revelation 21 and 22, if you ever think about heaven and it seems less appealing than earth, you got it wrong. Because heaven is more. Heaven is what? Like this burger on the screen. See that right there? If you try and eat that burger right there, it'll just taste like a screen. I don't even know what a screen tastes like. But it won't taste very good. Because that's just trying to explain it. What you have to do is experience it. So I'm going to go check out. Can we go outside? Y'all say yes. Yeah, let's just, let's just go outside. See, because this whole idea of heaven is that we were created to do more than just explain or talk about it. We were designed to experience it. Now, I know we can't fully experience it here, but we have to get a better idea. We got to have a greater sense of how this all comes together. So guys, just for you, we set up a Dad's Day experience. Check this out. Come on. This is Dad's Day. This is how it should be. How you doing, my friends? Come on. Dad's everywhere. You look so good on that. How you doing, my friend? I'm kind of messy here. Yeah, it's okay. We'll take it. You see, when you look at a picture of a burger, nobody wants a picture of Uh a burger. You can't taste that. You want the real thing. See, this is more heaven. So tell us what we got. All right, so we're in the middle of our smoke. We're kind of wrapping it up. They've been on here for a little bit of time. So I'm going to go ahead and give you a sneak peek of what's been happening here. So we got our mesquite burning over there. We got our burger sitting right here. Okay, so like nice. Yeah. Getting to the right temp. But after that. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, we got to put a sear on them. We're going to put them over here on this palancha. And get a really nice, kind of like that crispiness on it. That's what we're going to put our cheese on. And we're going to be good to go. Okay? Now, how many, how many listening right now, you know this is better than the picture of a burger. See, this is heaven. The picture, that's earth. Yep. Look at this stuff in the background. 
See this awesome truck? See, listen, man, sometimes we get the idea that this right here on earth is awesome. And then the heaven is like little matchbox cars. We got it backwards. This right here is earth. Heaven is the real deal. Let's just keep it going. I mean, come on. This is a man's truck back here. This is a man's motorcycle. And we start thinking, oh, this motorcycle is earth and heaven is like this little plastic motorcycle. No, it's not. This right here, this is earth. This is earth. It's less. Heaven is this. There will be Harleys in heaven just to help you all out. <laughs> all right. Now, we're enjoying, so. we're enjoying the moment because we're in anticipation of heaven. I got to get back to the teaching. You keep it going, guys. You got it. All right. Let's get back to the teaching. Now, listen, church. Anytime you think about heaven, if your thought about heaven makes what's happening on earth seem more appealing, you're wrong. You just have a wrong view of heaven. So immediately you got to shift it. You got to immediately go to the more. We have to reimagine what God has imagined for us. So let's put it back on the screen. Isn't that, isn't that freaky magic right there? He disappears. He comes back. If, if y'all are online, you're like, what freaky magic? The room here, I disappear. I come back. Where did he go? Is he real? Reimagine. Say it with me. Read it with me. That first sentence. Reimagine what God imagines for us. We got to reimagine heaven because God has imagined things for us that are like the real burger, not just this picture. And men, spend the summer helping your kids imagine the destination that God imagines for them. Maybe the whole point of Father's Day and bringing you here is for the Holy Spirit to remind you that if you lose sight of your destination, you'll lose all your direction. Hey, you know what I sometimes wonder? Maybe when kids go to college who grow up in the faith, maybe they don't lose faith. Maybe they lose destination. And if you change your destination and you start living for small things and earthly things and temporal things and indulgent things and things that are so much less, maybe you lose large. Dads, spend the summer helping, you, helping your kids reimagine what? What he says in Revelation 21. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. All the good comes back together. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more. Hang on. See, see. Heaven is a whole bunch of mores and no mores. It's going to be more than the less we think. And there's a whole bunch of no mores. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. He who is seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Y'all all ought to get excited at least about the reading, about the truth of what he has. See, this is God's invitation. 
This is, this, this is what he wants for you. He's preparing a place. Live in anticipation. And if you don't know Jesus, we talked last week. If you don't know Jesus, if you're sitting in this room or in person, if you're at a 12-stone home or online, and you don't know Jesus, your name's not in the Lamb's Book of Life, say yes. Say yes to him. You do it right now. Say yes. Man, when we pause and we say in a service, text Jesus to 37748, it's not some technical interruption in what we're doing. It, it's, it's, it's a current technological path to invite you in and help you understand all that Jesus has done for you, how deeply he loves you, how much you matter to him. Don't do life on your own. You were created from God and for God. You have a past created by him. You live in a fallen world, but thank God he loves you. He'll restore you, and he offers you eternal life. Why would you not say yes to Jesus? So say yes. Right now you say yes. But you have to decide. You don't come to God on your terms. You come on his. Everybody doesn't go to heaven. They could but they don't. And we have to reimagine what he's imagined. And it is awesome. Let me just give you some highlights for the minutes we have left. This heaven got, okay, start reimagining. So this is what he wants us to know in anticipation. This is what we will experience. We are restored to our heavenly father. Hey, no more faith required. You will see your heavenly father your Lord Jesus, the Holy Spirit, your comes face to face. Can you imagine? And you will know the one who created you and loves you deeply. Reimagine the reunion. There will be no reunion like this. Yes, you will be reunited with loved ones and others who have their name in the book of life. But the most impressive experience is going to be face to face with the God who loves you, created you and redeemed you. It'll be a new heaven and new earth. Hang on. People get so confused right here. Listen in. Listen in. We are so confused. We imagine heaven. Okay, heaven's up in the clouds. It's this otherworldly. It's a spirit place. I float around. It's just a weird, boring, odd. Did you read the Bible? It's a new heaven and new earth. Hang on. When it says new heaven and new earth, it is most likely. In fact, I'm going to say 99% that when it says new heaven, it just means the new skies. That actually the heaven we will live in is on the new earth. Wrap your head around this. The heaven we will live in is a new earth. We'll have new bodies on a new earth parallel like unto Genesis 1 and 2. We're not floating around. We're on a new earth. The adventure of earth ends, and it's the start line to the real adventure, the recreation, the new heavens and the new earth, which means you will have, like unto the body of Christ, a material spiritual body. That, that means when you start reimagining, this is a curse-free, which we can hardly imagine, but you got to try. This is a curse-free environment. means no sin, no curse. It means your lawn has no weeds, okay? It, 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 it means no more sickness, no more suffering. 
No more temptation, no more sin, no more death, no more, no more aches and pain. How many of you wake up in the morning and you have a new ache or pain every two to three days, if not every day? What is that about? You're going to have a perfect body. Whew. Come on. Everybody's going to be 5'8". It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> you, 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 he's preparing a place for you, a debt-free place. So you got, you got no financial pressure there. Weed-free lawns, no annoying neighbors. Even if you are the annoying neighbor, you will be redeemed. Cats, cats no cats in heaven. <laughs> Why do you do that? Are you, whoever you are, are you not a safe person? That, that, that is not helpful to me in teaching. For, for the parents who just lost their children in this conversation emotionally because your killed children just started crying, I, I don't know if there will be cats in heaven. Maybe they can be redeemed too. I don't mean a word of that. He's going to prepare a place for us. Whew. Perfect love. No broken families. No broken relationships. No racism. No poverty, perfect harmony, and the presence of the living God Amen. forever. How good is that? Listen, you'll have resurrected bodies, and Scripture makes it clear. Resurrected bodies means like under the resurrected body of Jesus Christ. So think of it like this. Heaven is the new earth full of adventure. Oh, my gracious. Listen. You get a bucket list. I'm a, my bucket list is not going to be fulfilled entirely on earth. The majority of it is fulfilled in heaven. That's my retirement. That's where I'm headed. That's going to be awesome. You get to explore like crazy. I've, I'm, I imagine what's going to happen in the place where there are no speed limits, no insurance companies, no politics, no politicians. I, I just wrote that. I just, just, just a capital city. With streets of gold, some 13, 1400 miles wide and high, and the doors are the gates to the capital city, those gates are always open. So it's not even Chick fil A, it's always open. <laughs> Sorry, it's just how I think. See, one of my favorite writers after scripture is C.S. Lewis on the subject of heaven. My next favorite is Randy Alcorn. Randy Alcorn wrote a book on heaven that's 560 pages. Read it. <laughs> he then, under, understanding men, wrote a, like a coffee table book that he reduced that 560 pages to this with pictures <laughs> which, and then questions and then like 100 to 200 word answers like this starts to make sense. This, this is the book you need. I, I have this book on Kindle, six bucks. Everybody can have it. And, and he asks questions. Let me just illustrate the, the, the kind. He asks, does God have plans for animals on the new earth? Will we see our pets again? See, the question was prompted. Will there be cats? You, you ought to read that one. Let's move on. 
Will, will we have feelings and express them? More questions with pictures in it, with good answers. Will all people get the same rewards in heaven? And he answers it and gives you some insight. Will we know everything? By the way, I think the answer to that is no. We're going to be learning for an eternity. And you think, I got to be in school forever? No, you're going to love this. It's going to be the stuff you love. Only God is omniscient. Will we each have our own place to live? I think the answer is yes and no, but you'll have to read it to figure that out. Move on. Will heaven ever be born? Boring. You should listen to that answer. Of course, you can have a clue. Will we work on the new earth? By the way, I think the answer is yes, but you won't have to. You'll want to. I promise you the beauty of accomplishment is designed in the adventure of forever. Will there be art, entertainment, and sports? Guys, as soon as you figure out there's a chance there's sports in heaven, whew, you wouldn't want to go. More questions. Will we explore the new universe? I think so. Will we be able to fly? Huh. Good question. You ought to read the book. It stirs. Will we eat and drink on the new earth? By the way, Jesus in his resurrected body ate and drank. I mean, this is perfect food with no fat. If that ain't heaven, where have you been? How many are foodies? How many of you just like, you know, oh, food's an awesome thing. See, we have a destination, and with that, directions for how to live. What will heaven be like? Will it be like this, this picture? Do you say you got it? No, it's not a picture of a burger. You know what heaven is? Heaven is the experience. So let's come on over here. Apps, come on out. Crew, come on out. We got to have a moment. Some of you are thinking, am I going to get chosen to experience the burger? And they've already picked a couple of guys. So if you're among the guys who got picked already, come on up. Grab a seat. A couple of you got invited in. Get yourself over here. Jump in. Come on. This right Now, I feel bad for the rest of y'all, but here's what, biblically, here's what this means. Biblically, it means we've died. And then we go on to heaven. Now, here's the truth of the matter. You won't be in the new heaven and the new earth when you die. We'll be in the presence of God if you know him. And then you got to go through all of revelation. And only when he's, he's done away with the old earth and the old heavens will he recreate. And it'll come down out of heaven. And then we will join him in the new heaven and the new earth. And when we do... Man, we're going to have our burger, by the way. Marsha corrected me last week. If you were here last week, this whole, um, it, it's not Miracle Whip. It's, it's, oh, it's Hellman's mayonnaise. <laughs> and come on, it's olives. This is a Mr. Fab burger in the name of Jesus. This is going to be in heaven. And listen, if you don't have taste buds for this, you will in heaven. You will figure out that you were sinners on earth and you did not appreciate the way God designed things. And then, oh, guys, heaven is not designed to be explained. It's designed to be experienced. Would you just go ahead and jump in? And why don't you tell the rest of us with this handmade American cheese? Come on, just a second. You, you ready? Oh, oh, come on, loud. Tell everybody. What is that? Oh, that's solid right there. Oh, that, that's amazing. That's, that's better than I thought. Like, this is really good. No napkins. Let me just... <laughs> by the way, by the way, more than just dad's men love burgers. Do ladies love burgers? Yeah. Marsha, come on up here. So I decided that, you know what? 
I can't just eat because y'all think we're, we're nuts on this. Hey, baby, you got to try that. It's got all the... Everybody say, hey, Marsha. Hey, just, just, just give that a bite, and I'll, I'll just kind of put it under you right here. It's a big one. Yeah, it is, it is a big one. Just, just go ahead, and now you have a heavenly moment, and as you have a heavenly moment, I'm going to hold the mic right here. I just want to tell you. I just want you to tell us. Is it good? It's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gracious. Thank you, baby. You can have the rest of that later. Hey, everybody. Reimagine the heaven that God has imagined for us. Dads, go spend the summer helping your kids reimagine. Make heaven the summer's conversation. Everybody get a hold of this. The promise of the new earth. You can get it online. It's, it's six bucks and get it on Amazon. But let me just do this. If you're a dad, listen, listen. If you're a dad, you have kids at home right now. We, if you're in person, we bought one of these for each of you. So dad's on the way out. This is a gift to you. Go have the conversation with your kids through the summer. Happy Father's Day. I'm going to turn the service over to the pastors. Let's enjoy. Thank you again for spending time with us today. A special thanks to those of you who generously give through 12 Stone. It is because of you that this ministry is possible. And if you want to learn more about 12 Stone, make sure you follow us on social at 12 Stone Church and check out a location or a watch party near you. And if you enjoyed the podcast, you could subscribe, share it with your friends, hit the share button, or even take a screenshot and throw it in your social stories. And make sure to tag 12 Stone Church. Let it be a blessing to somebody else. Thank you again, and we'll catch you on the next one.